Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. beautiful souls. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I am grateful to be here with you today for this intuitive flow session. Today, as I record this, I am feeling really tender and I wanted to really speak into that of releasing resistance to our emotions and moving through the waves of being a human in this world, (laughs) in the 3D reality and really speaking into how you can move through your emotions with more grace, with more compassion, and with more ease, which is a really big part of the work that I do with my clients to support them with their mental health. So when you go to therapy or if you go to read things in personal development books or listen to podcasts, et cetera, oftentimes we can go in with this idea that we need to fix things, we need to change things, we just want to feel better. And of course, I want you to feel good. And the intention is to do this work so that you can actually feel good when you are noticing that you're feeling stuck or you're feeling down. And one of the things that I often find is that people try to spiritually bypass what they're feeling. So with a lot of the mindset work, it's easy to say, oh, well, I'll just think positively. I'll try and find the lesson here. I'll I'll make a positive spin on this. And that only works so far. It doesn't actually help to clear the energy of the resistance that is there within your body. So I first want to share and talk about emotions because for me, being on my mental health journey for over 10 years now, I would say, yeah, definitely over 10 years now, I would say that my mental health journey started when I was 18 years old. And what I've noticed is that oftentimes we try and resist our emotions, the ones that don't necessarily feel good. So the anxiety, the fear, the sadness, the loneliness, um, all of those emotions that don't feel good, oftentimes we just want them to go away. And that's what we try and do. So if you can relate to the 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 decision to numb out, meaning things like scrolling on your phone or emotional eating or um, drinking or smoking weed or doing anything possible to distract yourself from emotions. That is a very common way that we learn how to deal with our emotions so that we don't have to feel them because it can feel really scary to feel your emotions. Um, and the reason why it can often feel scary to feel your emotions. I'm not sure if you can relate to this or not, but the way that I describe like when I've been in my most challenging mental health spaces, when I've been struggling the most with my mental health, it's really been the feeling of hopelessness of this idea that if I really let myself feel then I'm going to get stuck here forever, that I'm never going to be happy again. 
And what I can tell you from doing this work with you know, hundreds of clients over the last few years, as well as through my own personal work is that that's not true. And if you don't feel like you're in a place where you feel safe to feel your emotions on your own, then that's a place where you get to invite a therapist in or a mentor or a coach who can hold space for you so that you can feel safe and know that it's okay for you to process your emotions. So really the, the idea here is that we have the rain, full range of emotions you can think of it as a rainbow. Um, We have a full range and spectrum of emotions for a reason. And as humans, we are going to access that full range of emotions if we let ourselves. And even if we don't let ourselves, we will suppress those emotions and they will live in your body. And those emotions are actually, none of them are bad. None of them are wrong. Some of them might feel heavier than others. Some of them might feel lighter than others. But when we start to judge and label the emotions, that's actually what creates more resistance to them. So think about it this way. If you're feeling sad and then you start judging yourself and being like, why do I feel so sad all the time? Why am I so sad right now? What's wrong with me? Then what's happening is you're covering that sadness with a layer of shame. And whenever we cover it with a layer of shame, then it actually makes it stay for longer and it makes it seem a lot worse than it is. So in this moment, I want to tell you right now that there's nothing wrong with the way that you're feeling. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling depressed, any of those emotions, the first place that you can start to relate to your emotions differently is to start to accept what is and get curious about it instead of judging yourself for it. And that can bring so much relief in itself when you start to notice that there's nothing wrong with you for feeling sad. And Another way that you can look at this is if you looked at yourself like a little little girl or a little child and imagine if a little child was sad and you started saying the things to them that you say to yourself, like, why are you so sad? You shouldn't be sad right now. What's wrong with you for being sad? Of course, that would make them more sad. Like that would make it worse for them. And that's not what we're looking for in your journey with your own mental health. So the first step is just acknowledging the emotion and really taking any of the judgment or the 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 story around that emotion as being bad or wrong away and then you can start to tune in to where do i feel this in my body where do i feel the anxiety where do i feel the sadness is there a place in my body where i feel it so we're starting to get more connected to the emotion more present with the emotion and just starting to tune into that and this is a process that i do with my clients in sessions when i notice that their emotions are feeling stuck is we start to identify it in the body what does it feel like does it feel like it's clenching does it feel like there's a lot of weight on your chest Does it feel like it's a deep pain? Um, Starting to notice if there's any colors or textures of this emotion. And again, we're just giving this emotion space to feel. We're starting to tune into the feeling of this emotion. And what's interesting is as you start to do that and you're just witnessing the emotion, 
you might actually start to notice that it starts to shift. At first, it might get more intense because you're bringing awareness to it. And then as you sit with it and just breathe with it, it can start to move through you. It can start to move to a different place. It can start to change the way that it feels within you. And that's simply by being present and and being aware and being a loving witness to the emotions that are coming up for you. Another technique that I really love is to to know that your your anxiety, your depression, your sadness, your fear is all trying to speak to you. And so when you're feeling that way, instead of looking at it as a bad thing, something wrong, can you say thank you anxiety, thank you fear, thank you depression for being here? And I know that can be really challenging especially if you're really deep in your emotions, it can be really really hard to go there. But even if you can't can't say thank you, what you can start to do is start a dialogue. And a way that you can do this that feels a lot easier is to journal. So you can say, dear anxiety, what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to tell me? What am I not listening to? And you can start to let your anxiety have a voice. You can start to let your fear or your depression have a voice. And maybe it's telling you that the types of relationships that you're in actually aren't supportive for you. Maybe it's telling you that you need to get more rest and take care of yourself and and really make sure that you're practicing more self-care. Maybe it's telling you that you're just being super hard on yourself and you're putting a lot of unnecessary pressure on yourself and that you get to be more gentle and kind. Or maybe it's telling you that something really big is out of alignment. Some of your choices that you're making, maybe the foods that you're eating or the relationship that you're in or the job that you're in is actually out of alignment with your soul. And that's why the emotions are arising. So these are some ways that you can start to relate to your emotions in a new way. And remember that emotions don't last forever. They will move through you, especially when you start to create space for them and you start to relate to them in a more loving and compassionate way instead of constantly feeling depressed and sad and low or constantly feeling anxious, you'll start to notice that there are moments where you don't feel that way. And those times will get longer and longer and longer. And then if and when anxiety or depression visits you again, you're not going to be so afraid of it. You're going to know, oh, okay, it's safe to feel this. I'm allowed to feel this. And when I do, I let it move through you through me. So I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, or maybe you've heard it from one of our guests. Um, But when we think about emotions, I want you to think about energy in motion. And if the emotion is stuck and it's not moving, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it gets really heavy and really challenging to be with. And so we really want to keep having and creating space to feel your emotions, not just waiting until they bubble up to the surface and until they're really intense and then you deal with them, but actually having ways throughout your day and your week to check in with yourself. And one of my favorite ways to do that is simply to put my hand on my heart and to close my eyes and to check in and to say, how am I feeling right now? What's present for me? And really start to tune into it. And today, for whatever reason, I have some sadness coming up for me. And then instead of getting judgmental around the sadness or being confused, why am I sad right now? What's wrong with me? I go into, okay, so getting curious. 
what are some of the thoughts or the feelings that might be contributing to this sadness? Is there anything going on for me with my hormones? Am I close to my menstrual cycle? Um, is there anything going on in my relationships? Is there anything going on in my business that may be contributing to this feeling? And I want to let you know that even if you don't know what it is that's contributing to it, that's okay. You don't always have to fix it. You don't always have to figure it out. Sometimes it's okay to just let yourself be angry, let yourself be sad, let yourself be frustrated and give yourself a sacred space to feel that. So what I mean by that is, you know, you're not going to go project your anger onto other people or start to, you know, just cry in the middle of work, but really create a space where you feel safe to feel and to go into that emotion and be really gentle with yourself. I personally like to put music on and really allow that emotion to come up in my body, in my being, and then move through me. Another beautiful way that you can do this is through dance and movement. That's a way that I've really been accessing since I've been starting to study more about embodiment. And I mean, my embodiment um, teacher certification right now is can you move with the music in the way that you're feeling, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling excited, if you're feeling happy, can you move with that emotion and see how it starts to alchemize, how it starts to transform that energy in your body? And again, just simply even moving the energy from a somatic experience, it's a very healing way to process emotions instead of always having to do it verbally or mentally. Um, you can actually do it through your body and let your body guide the way and let those emotions to move through you. So that's really another layer of this practice that I'm going to be starting to teach in the next few months is using the body as a way to transmute and alchemize whatever it is that you are experiencing. And then also to access new parts of yourself and access these parts of yourself that may be suppressed and longing for your attention and awareness. So I really wanted to share this with you today, ways that you can process your emotions, ways that you can relate to them differently because this is coming up for me today. And remember that there is the the role of what we would call like your inner masculine of you holding space for yourself and giving yourself space to feel, being the witness of your emotions without making yourself wrong. And then there's also opportunity for other people to hold you, to talk to your friends, to let them know that you're feeling sad or let them know know that you're feeling anxious and or talk to a therapist or a coach and and have someone else hold that space for you so that you can be in your feminine so that you can let the emotions move through you and you don't have to do the job of both the inner masculine and the inner feminine that can happen in your own experience so These are really beautiful practices that you can try. I would love to hear from you after you listen to this episode. If there's something that really resonated with you here, you can send me a message on Instagram at Co. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on social media. Again, you can tag me and use the hashtag Feminine Frequency Podcast. And lastly, if you are in a space where you are looking for deeper emotional healing 
and you are really wanting to create new results in your life and you're wanting to uh, bring more joy and more success and abundance into your life and you're looking for support with that, I have a six-month private mentorship, my Empowered Feminine Mentorship. And if you're curious about working together and having someone hold space for you who has really been through this process many, many times before and uh, who can really help to guide you through this process of healing and um, self-discovery, you can reach out to me and let me know that you're interested. I hope that you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week ahead and we'll see you on the next episode. 